Now the news. I'm Tian Yu. China and the U.S. have restarted their agricultural cooperation mechanism as officials from both countries met in Washington. At the seventh meeting of the China-U.S. Agricultural Cooperation Joint Committee, Chinese Agriculture Minister Tang Renjian and U.S. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack reiterated the importance of the committee in facilitating exchanges between the agricultural departments of the two countries. Tang said that China stands ready to work with the U.S. to further promote bilateral agricultural cooperation and stabilize food and agricultural development expectations. Vilsack said the U.S. is willing to work with China China to create a favorable atmosphere for the healthy development of U.S.-China agricultural relations. Thursday's meeting is the first of its kind since 2015. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi has met with Brazilian President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva in Fortaleza. Wang emphasized China's consistent prioritization of China-Brazil relations and its firm support for Brazil's development. The senior diplomat highlighted joint efforts in aligning the Belt and Road Initiative with Brazil's own development plans while stressing the need for further enhancing unity, mutual trust, and strategic cooperation. Lula said Brazil supports the Wang-China principle and expects to elevate bilateral ties to new heights. During his tour, Wang Yi has also met with Brazil's vice president, presidential adviser, and the country's foreign minister. The chief of World Trade Organization says China plays a key role in boosting global economic growth. Ngozi Onkojo-Iwila made the comment on the sidelines of the World Economic Forum in Davos. She said since joining the WTO more than 20 years ago, China has contributed an average of nearly 30% to the world's annual economic growth. The official noted that it's in the interest of everyone for the Chinese economy to perform well and believed there is plenty of room for its continued growth. According to the National Bureau of Statistics, China's GDP posted a 5.2% year-on-year increase in 2023, marking a strong post-COVID rebound. Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps says four of its members have died in an Israeli airstrike in the Syrian capital. Syrian state media said the attack was targeted at a residential building in the southwest of central Damascus. Iran has called it a terrorist attack. There was no immediate comment from Israel. Trucks carrying humanitarian assistance from China have successfully reached the Palestinian Red Crescent Society in Gaza. The aid arrived at the Rafah border crossing on Friday and then entered the besieged enclave. An official from the Red Crescent Society has thanked China and said more aid should be allowed to enter the territory. We call on the free people of the world to put pressure on Israel to facilitate the entry of aid into the Gaza Strip. As you know now, sheltering the displaced is everyone's priority. We thank China for its assistance to the Palestinian people and providing aid to the Gaza Strip. We call on China and all other countries to put pressure on Israel to increase the amount of aid Gaza receives. Meantime, the United Nations has warned of a water crisis in Gaza as the desalination plants are running at just 7% of the normal capacity amid the ongoing conflict. 
The Chinese city of Xi'an has opened a new freight train route linking the port town of Poti in Georgia. This is the 18th major rail link operated by China-Europe freight train Xi'an service. Stretching over 7,800 kilometers, the entire journey takes around 15 days by passing through Kazakhstan and Azerbaijan. Xi'an handled over 5,300 China-Europe freight trains last year, up 15.3%. Since the freight rail service was first launched in 2013, the city has operated over 21,400 train trips, reaching destinations in 45 countries and regions. China is bracing for icy conditions as the first cold snap of the year is taking hold from Saturday to Tuesday. The National Meteorological Center has forecast gales and intense snowfall across many parts of the country with temperature drops of up to 14 degrees Celsius. Heavy snow and blizzards are also expected to hit a large part of South China from Sunday to Monday. And that's the news. I'm Tian Yu.